0: How you doing today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, doing excellent today, Ty. I feel
0: oh, like wow. every day
1: our uh, pod intros sound almost exactly the same.
0: I think they get ziggier and zaggier as we run out of ideas. But I assure you, Brett we will never run out of ideas on this podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. That is a
0: pinky promise.
1: When you zig, I zag. And when I zag, you dab.
0: Mm hmm. As uh, our friend, friend of the pod, Virgil Abloh says, uh, the zigzag methodology finds new ground.
1: That is absolutely true. Did you listen to his Harvard lecture or something?
0: Is that where that's from? Yeah. No, I, just, <laughs> I just see quotes.
1: Oh, Dan, you just see quotes. I see you. That's a nice double entendre mm-hmm. there.
0: Yeah, isn't that beautiful? That was beautiful. <laughs> wow.
1: Double entendre, oh. double the meat. We are back um
0: this is a we've been recording so much this week Ty. <laughs> i love it i'm ad- i'm addicted to podcasting there i said it yeah hello my name is ty and i'm addicted to podcasting yeah
1: can we get a um can we get a round of applause for ty who is uh has relapsed and is now potting every day
0: <laughs> I mean there, there's worse vices to have and like I love doubling it up on vices like right now I'm sipping on the uh, infamous yet irresistible Tigerita cocktail Eric.
1: I, w- I was gonna comment on that I was gonna say are you drinking a dark and stormy at three thirty p.m.
0: no I mean I could be but no this is my Mezcal Aperol um, super fluid mm. I've salted the rim today with some Himalayan <laughs> salt which I think really accentuates the kind of like Mm. pinkish orange color created by the Aperol. (laughs) Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful bevy, Eric. You must you must you must sip.
1: Wow. Dark and Stormy couldn't be me. Uh Tigerita could be me. (laughs) (laughs) Is
0: that that like a little Vert line? I'm not I'm not sure what you're trying to tell me.
1: (laughs) No, definitely is uh is that EK original. Oh cool. Um But, uh, you know what, I do need you to make me a Thai Gurita ASAP, because I need to try that, and um, I definitely need to be sloshed on the beach and sipping on that when I have my six-inch in hand.
0: Yeah, I, that that does sound like a good weekend, just like a, your regular, like, wherever you winter, Cabo or whatever, just, like, yeah. do, that, do that this weekend.
1: You know, it really but... pisses me off, bro, like, not to get into it so abruptly, but... I get so mad at the fact that Subway can't be a picnic food. Like, <laughs> like that—that that just like keeps me up. It really can't be. You'll never make it that far. Yeah, you'll never make it that far. You can't. You can barely make it to your car before <laughs> thing thing's tripping out the bag.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I, I am mad about this as well, especially when that summer heat starts to hit, and you want it. You want to sit outside. You want your dining room table to be like a grassy patch in a field, or uh sand on a beach Mm -hmm. you don't want to sit in those those uh curved fake wood like booths (laughs) at at the old way you know the ones
1: Mm. what's your what's your favorite uh moment of furniture or interior decoration at subway thai can we get a can we get a um love
0: it or list it from thai it would be very tricky to pick a favorite I think the genius of the subway interior architecture style is, it is an amalgamation of different styles and it's truly only, it's only to be admired in that absurd context where they all come together.
1: Yes. Yes. That's yes. me.
0: I'm, I'm kind of question dodging here, I guess. So like, I'll give you a straight answer too. the, the Metro wallpaper. It's so mm. subtle. It's so faded. It looks like mm. it like was printed thirty or forty years ago, even in a brand new subway. We're talking OG interior design, by the way. Like I don't mess with this new age Star Trek yeah. subways, the one with the big green S's.
1: Yeah, we don't like. Uh, yeah, we don't like neon in our subway. We want it to feel like we're eating at the bottom of a, you know, subway station in mm-hmm. uh, in, in Queens, New York, um, mm-hmm. underground. Of course, you know, we don't want it. we, we want the rats running around. We want the the homeless guy asleep under the turnstile.
0: Absolutely. I want, I want my subway interior to be as beige and dreary and desaturated ah. as the vegetables on my sandwich.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The yellow lighting, um, you know, that mm-hmm. like one bulb missing. <laughs> There's always a bulb missing. Yeah. There's always a bulb missing. Cause you know, big, big franchise owner didn't, uh, you know, drop the cash. But uh, yeah. but there's got to be, like, a crazy list of equipment at Subway that we don't even know exists. Like, last episode, we talked about there was actually a cast iron pan at Subway. Um, I've never seen one, but never seen apparently, one. apparently there is one at Subway. So I just got to think about, like, like, what like micro utensil exists for, like, a sing- very singular purpose, like do they have like a falafel press or something like that we don't know about?
0: Mm-hmm. Like how do they make, I'm assuming the falafel discs, these little tiny pellets, they kind of look like loose pellets. Um, I'm assuming <laughs> they are pre pre pellified and frozen before arriving at
1: mm. each franchise.
0: I don't, I don't think true. they, I don't think they have a cookie cutter for those on, on hand, Damn. <laughs> uh, but uh, they do have to, they have that. I know they have a tool in the back, that like chops vegetables it's this giant like slicer and you kind of just rub a vegetable all over it and then it like makes perfect peels
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely and then uh, I don't know what
0: you call that like the perfect peeler the I think it's Mm. Um,
1: back in the deli the slicer was the most fun part of the job being able to like put like an entire piece of mortadella on the slicer like you know bigger than a watermelon and you put it mm-hmm. on there and then you just put one hand on the on the back side of it and you uh slowly push the thing back and forth to uh make these very 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 thin slices you know it's like precision that mm-hmm. you, know, you can't you can't do manually
0: yeah it sounds like a really satisfying ride to be honest oh yeah uh, buddy I, like i think they do that a lot at subway too with the tomatoes with the <laughs> um the, the peppers uh so from what I understand is that the sandwich artist gets some bags, the lettuce and whatnot, but everything else is chopped on site. So whenever the artist has uh, free moments during the day, they can like kind of go in the back and rub one out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Rub one out into the slicer and uh, mm-hmm. into a bin for, you know, all the lovely pay-
0: mm-hmm. Um
1: How much do you think one of those slices go for? Like that would, that would speed up your
0: interest per minute at home by quite a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to bring one home. <laughs> I saw. I will give you an answer to that, but I want to tell you about a TikTok I watched that is uh, in a very similar vein. Um, I watched a TikTok last night, Eric, of a woman who, in some drunken uh, endeavor, brought home a booth from Subway—one of those curved, like veneer wood booths, you know the ones.
1: Oh, I'm familiar.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. the ones so that slope it,
1: down, much like a half pipe, a mm-hmm, quarter pipe.
0: Exactly, it's a it's an ass pipe. <laughs> uh, so that booth is in some woman's condo. She uses it as her dining room table for her and her family, uh, and it's a it probably both a moment of shame and pride to mm-hmm. like, like if that <laughs> that is some fu- some funny home furniture. Like that puts my IKEA Meltorp coffee table in like a little bit of a it just it doesn't feel quite like i can like live up to that mm-hmm. the
1: durability of that do they just think about how many asses have touched that mm-hmm. <laughs> like not
0: just any ass construction worker butts eric <laughs> they're sweaty wow. they're big they're muscular they got glutes those guys got glutes mm-hmm. they lift with their they lift with their legs they don't lift it with their back
1: yeah, those blue collar butts, those BCBs, um, have <laughs> so many BCBs have touched down on that thing, and many a uh, many uh, wrenches have scraped against that fine laminated wood. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's amazing that she found it one in uh, good enough shape to bring home. But also, did she like just walk out with it, sitting out front, like like a, hey, take this, I'm free.
0: I, th- I think she, I think she took the booth and she just walked out. I, you, you needed like any good crime scene. you need somebody to play misdirection. Maybe they all go up to the counter and they totally biff their order. They change their mind a lot. They ask a few weird questions like like mm-hmm. how many calories are in this? No one actually cares about that. Um, <laughs> and that's what you're, that's the chance for your, your um, partner in crime to get away with the booth.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah you just gotta ask them for hey is there any like fresh spinach available uh and they say let me go check in the back and then go look and then that's when you sneak out with um like a four top <laughs>
0: <laughs> or yeah. the garbage can is a really good opportunity <laughs> the garbage yeah. can is always it, it, it's on wheels you can roll it it's mm-hmm. usually by the door anyways
1: wow that is true or the drink machine
0: the drink machine—it's a little heavier. You might need a few friends. You got to get your friends up if you want a drink machine.
1: Oh wow! And I just did the drink machine, and I'm just picturing this like magical device where you don't have to actually have to plug it into anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! What an unlock. Yeah, but um, why is that? Like every fast food place has that same garbage bin with. It's like a, It looks like a dresser, but it has a circular hole in the top, much like a toilet seat. And then the garbage is actually below.
0: Is mm-hmm. it to reduce
1: the odor that comes out of it? Or why do you think it's like, it takes the same form in only fast food restaurants?
0: Yeah, like at home, I don't put my garbage in circles. Yeah, exactly. I, comp- I, I compost everything, right? Mm. Zero waste. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's very weird. It It is extremely reminiscent.
1: And there's always like a nice little slot up top for the trays. Um, Yeah. You know, if you eat at a Subway in a um, high, high, medium, median household income neighborhood, then you probably have baskets there. Uh, You might have Mm -hmm. a slot for baskets once you've done consuming your sandwich and dining in. Um, If not, Mm -hmm. you just have a little space to throw your baggie um, or paper towel once you're done.
0: Yeah. No recycling. This isn't that kind of establishment. No, and no, then, like no, we, you, this you is, uh... you're right. You're only going to get a basket shelf if you're in like a gated community.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, must must be like hilarious to do the garbage and see it's only subway paper, much like our um, incredible album art here.
0: hmm mm-hmm. The world famous album artwork. Mm-hmm. I, that's what that's what's hiding in that little circle, that little black hole.
1: hmm uh, Let's talk about the like user flow of subway restaurants, like the garbage is always by the door um, Mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, you probably just grab all your shit and then as soon as you leave, you right before you leave, you just toss it out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But what about the people who are entering the restaurant? The first thing they're hit with is the stench of the garbage. Um, For sure. And not only that, but the best seat in the house is by the window, which is also by the exit. So Mm -hmm. what now?
0: Yeah. I can't speak to the real estate. But I do think putting the garbage by the door is by design for the patron entering the establishment. And I'll tell you why, Eric, because (laughs) you're outside, your nose gets all wrapped up in that smell of bread, right? That Mm -hmm. sweet, sweet smell of Subway bread. So Mm -hmm. you are pulled inside by that. But it also, like, it's so strong, so potent, it kind of burns your nose. So you've actually built up a, like, resilience. You have antibodies to keep that garbage can smell from really hitting you too hard. Wow! Even if it does, even if it does hit you hard, that's like mm-hmm. a low moment where they're like depreciating mm. your expectation for the uh, for the actual sandwich. So that mm. like you hit that, now you're in like an all time low. So then when you actually smell the ingredients and you get up there and taste your mm-hmm. sandwich, your senses are like they can only go up, right? Mm-hmm. It's I think it's by design. It's very clever.
1: But do you think maybe the subway smell is actually a response to having the garbage by the door? They engineered this strong scent so that it overpowers wow. any garbage that is at the front
0: <laughs> if they didn't have the subway smell at all would the whole room just smell like trash like those <laughs> you know how stale that guac is eric like that's yeah. been out for three days
1: yeah like every <laughs> single fast food place has like a strong smell like you already know what those mcdonald's fries like they're it's bussin right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can imagine if that subway smell or sorry if that mcdonald's smell wasn't there you'd smell sweat the uh some wet trash mm-hmm. uh, bo mm-hmm. like it's it's a bad look
0: yeah axe i don't even know <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> maybe someone took a dookie in the in the toilet bowl thinking it was an actual toilet bowl
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man there's all sorts of aromas that are probably masked by that and so it has yeah. to be by design it has to be
1: i'm thinking that too Um, so you're telling me that you would wheel out this thing (laughs) and put it in your home? (laughs) Maybe not after that discussion?
0: Maybe not. I mean, like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like the fake veneer wood. It looks good in Subway's establishment because it's like fake wood, fake food, fake, fake plants on the walls. They kind of like goes with their ammo. But Mm in in my, my, I have like nothing like, but like all my furniture's teak, man. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Um... Okay, so if Subway were to do a a police auction and liquidate all of their assets, meaning we're talking about meatball scooper, we're talking about bread knife, um, we're talking about toilet bowl on wheels for garbage, Mm -hmm. uh, chairs, tables, booths, glass partition. What are
0: you you buying off the Subway police auction and putting in your home? Wow. Before I answer that question, I just want to say that Subway would absolutely have a police auction because they are such a big advocate for blue lives matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if they, if, if a, if a way went under way, way mm. under, this seems yeah. like a, like a very possible situation we may yeah one day find ourselves in.
1: I mean, it's basically the lunchroom for the precinct.
0: Yeah, essentially. So you're telling me like, okay, everything's up for auction. We got the lamps, we got the garbage can, we got the sneeze guard, we got everything behind the bar.
1: Yeah, everything from down down to the, uh, you know, little spoon they use to taste test the marinara Mm -hmm. um, to the, uh, you know, Michael Bublé drink machine.
0: I want it all, but I think I would (laughs) I think I would walk into that auction room with my eyes on one of those uh, framed paintings of the vegetables. Mm. I think that art is beautiful. It's evocative, It Mm -hmm. tells a story. I want that in my home
1: hmm Wow how, which how about uh, you? which painting though in particular tomato no basil? I
0: like I like the bread I think the bread is the most iconic and it also <laughs> has a nice earthy tone that would match my like uh, like soft peachy oh, aesthetic of my home
1: that'll be the most amazing birthday gift for the subway lover in your family <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> there's some random Etsy market that makes cop like knockoffs
1: Wow just the tomato.png Mm -hmm. um but for me personally i think i would have to go with the all-important bread knife um the one that they Mm -hmm. use to cut your sandwich in half at the end because it's Mm -hmm. comically small for the big job it does
0: yeah is it for an industrial grade bread knife it doesn't seem to work very well it's more of a bread squisher
1: (laughs) yeah like like why do they use a paring knife to cut your 12 inches of sandwich like that seems like the wrong knife for the job um but I just can't get past the iconic pastel yellow plastic handle.
0: Mm-hmm. That handle has a um, has clout. I, I feel like if, <laughs> if, if you showed that someone that bread name, they'd be like, "I know where you got that." You know,
1: hundred percent. They'd be triggered and not know why, and then they'd see you cut their lunch for them, and then be like, "Holy shit, I know now." Yeah,
0: I recognize <laughs> the, like the particular angle that the top loaf of bread takes from the mm-hmm. squishing.
1: Yeah, when are you, it's like when you're in a car and you pop the trunk and the hood at the same time it's just like they lift up from both sides v
0: mm-hmm. formation for sure <laughs> that's a great one uh, how much would you pay for that bread knife eric at a police auction
1: oh no i can't hear you ty
0: oh no can you hear me now i can hear you now how much would you pay for that bread knife at a police auction
1: wow that's a great question wait um... are
0: you allowed to sell knives at a police auction
1: <laughs> that's a good question you can carry knives on a plane if you can justify um, them being not for killing people. I think
0: you could <laughs> probably bring this one on a plane. It's it's, it's probably small enough to
1: mm-hmm. get through. It's security. like a blunt object. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would pay probably five dollars for this. <laughs> um, it would be very not useful, but just for pure clout, I think it would be perfect. Imagine like you set up a nice uh, shark coochie board for your date. And instead of like a little cheese knife, you just have a subway bread knife there for that. Like that would be like such a glow up moment right
0: there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I I like that idea. I think that's a really nice, like... Now I want to change my answer because I feel like my answer was too like, too blatantly subway oriented.
1: Mm, Let's go with, uh, yeah, find me something more niche something um, that you might find on Grailed uh, as like a someone trying to make a quick buck
0: yeah well, wait, well wait, what would you would you would you want to flip on Grailed from subway that that is the That's real the question, question here
1: what would I try to flip on Grailed um, Wow I mean the bread rack <laughs> the, the bread rack could also double as a wine rack if you mm-hmm. put that in your home um, and not only that, but it has nice little trays where you can pull that out and really easily access your wine um, mm. rather than having it stuck deep in there. But that could be one option. You know, you could go for a different um, specialty utensil, such as the um, stack of papers with the uh, tape dispenser with the stickers on it, where you have to wrap your sandwich at the end.
0: Mm. Like imagine gift
1: wrapping everything with subway paper.
0: Oh yeah, dude! Christmas will be lit from here onwards. Christmas will be <laughs>
1: very fresh this year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> those are all good options. I was kind yeah. of thinking like subway does. If there's one proficiency subway has, it's uh, buckets. They make a lot of buckets. <laughs> like, I, I think there's a practical there's like a, something ur- urbanomic about their <laughs> uh, the way the buckets assemble, kind of Tetris style. And I would love yeah. those for my own home as a storage solution, but. If I was going to take all the buckets home, I would probably flip the meatball marinara bucket because that one is like a nice, like metallic silver. It could be like reminiscent. You could like pass it off as like a Tom Dixon bucket or like an Alessi bucket, right?
1: Wow, that is very <laughs> you true. Could, you yeah. could probably
0: flip that online.
1: Yeah, you could polish it and then resell that as made in Italy
0: or something. Yeah, precisely. But I would keep the other ones because I think they're quite mm-hmm. practical.
1: Mm-hmm. So obviously there's like a market for vintage. Um, like items right you know you know you go to like a antique store there's like you can buy like old jewelry old Mm -hmm. like wine openers old like whatever you know Mm -hmm. cutlery um do you think there is a particularly strong market for antique subway items like imagine buying a subway like um ladle from like like 2001 like that'd be so sick
0: that would be so sick. Pre nine eleven. Imagine pre nine eleven subway <laughs> ladle. <laughs> wow, things were different back then. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, dude, that belongs in the MoMA. That does not belong in your house. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Or even like imagine some headwear from from back then.
0: Mm, the merch, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, the merch.
1: Vintage I subway tea.
0: I, I would like that. I saw actually at a thrift store yesterday a vintage employee uniform from mcdonald's it was i I almost got it it was like a blue collared shirt nice deep kind of blue and little red buttons it was a little bit clownish Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) i I obviously didn't cop. i'll stick Mm. to the burberry
1: yeah those are yeah those are two stripes that you don't want on your on your shirt
0: yeah Um, i think so On consignment though, Eric, I think you're most likely at a consignment store, probably going to come across something that is from Subway, but you wouldn't know on first glance. I'm going to say like the lamps, like these, they have these like pendant lamps that have this weird muddy texture to them. They're quite, Mm -hmm. they're kind of orange, brown, and yellow all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they give off a really, really like awful glow. It's, Mm -hmm. It's too bright when you look at it, but it doesn't create, diffuse any light like around it. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the lamp?
1: Yes, I am. It's the one that hangs from the ceiling, or
0: yep, hangs oh, from yeah. the ceiling. So it's yeah. more like a sh- you could. Someone might call it a chandelier. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: not these though. These are <laughs> these are basically paper cups with a light bulb in them. Yeah, um, someone might confuse your apartment for being old though, and not necessarily postmodern, like you're, maybe you are intending. Um, in which case, I would probably go with something. Um, very overtly subway, like patented by Subway. Like, mm. like for example, the instant toaster. Like, imagine mm. toasting anything in like five seconds. Like, I would <laughs> I'd I would be, love that. It would not only be funny but useful.
0: Yeah, you could you could bring that into your home cooking right away. Like, I'd get rid of my oven in a heartbeat if I could have that instead.
1: Yeah, you know how long it takes to there.
0: bake. Yeah, it takes so long to <laughs> bake in the real oven.
1: Yeah, that's a I would super cook oven. like a. I would actually cook, like, a Wagyu steak inside the Subway Toaster in, like, five minutes.
0: That's amazing. Steak and cheese, man. (laughs) (laughs) Steak and cheese. Wow. It would change home cooking completely. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) What else would change uh, home cooking? The bread retarder? What is that even?
0: (laughs) That's too big for home. home. Like, you'd have to ditch your whole fridge for that. Yeah, that's true. A, that's a sacrifice your I'm your freezer not to make.
1: Yeah, that's replacing your freezer. Like, babe, I got a fucking bread retarder.
0: I threw out that stupid. <laughs> uh, I threw out the stupid LG. Yeah, <laughs> get rid of the deep freeze. Yeah, we're making bread. Uh, I think like the, the the floor tiles are a really important part of the subway brand. Discreet but important. You have mostly beige tiles, a few mm-hmm. patches of green and red, mm-hmm. somewhat reminiscent of perhaps a tomato or a pickle. Uh, I would love those beige on only because patio.
1: Beige only because of, uh you know, yellowing over time, of course.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what any of the original colors were. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> For anything. I'm speaking to anything in Subway. I don't know <laughs> what the original color was. The walls, the floor, the food, mm-hmm. the bread.
1: But you're putting but these on your patio?
0: I think they'd be great patio tiles. They're, like, very obviously very resilient. Obviously, like, spill-proof.
1: Yeah, slip slip free.
0: Mm-hmm. It'd be great for like a rec room or like wherever you hang out with the boys.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you could drop your uh, five pound weights on them tie, and and not worry about anything.
0: Yeah, totally. Although I would I would have to deeply sanitize those if I brought them anywhere near my home. I'm sure they have like enough dead like cells on them over the years, Mm -hmm. just kind of fossilized into them that like, if you like gave one a lick, you'd probably like get the antibody. You wouldn't even need the COVID vaccine. You'd have the antibodies right there.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And especially if it's like, you know, being sold on a police auction because there was a crime scene happening there. um, Mm. You know, you would definitely need to uh, bleach everything when you get by. But uh
0: if it wasn't bleached already, yeah.
1: If it wasn't bleached already, exactly.
0: It's a good point.
1: Um, do you think the Subway bread knife would be a good murder weapon?
0: <laughs> you want to squish your uh, victim to death? Yeah. You want to suffocate them with it. Much like the artist attempting to cut your sandwich, I think with the bread knife, I would attempt a stab and ultimately strangle my, my victim, just like they do to my sandwich.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It would just more, it would be like a little bit of an annoyance versus like mm-hmm. a death, you know?
0: An mm-hmm. inconvenience. Let me yeah, tell you, if, if, I, if you got my back up against the wall, I'm not reaching for the subway. I will find something else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, what else in subway could be used as a murder weapon? I think probably <laughs> the uh, meatball spoon,
0: you know, it's yep. got
1: a little weight to it. It's got holes in it. it seems dangerous.
0: It, honestly it depends on your, your timeline if you need an instant kill yeah go for the, the meatball spoon that thing's got mm-hmm. girth but if you yeah. if you got a few years just feed them the food
1: yeah. oh boy <laughs> and on yeah, that, that note true. I
0: think we should probably call this episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like we're deading uh, your you know your potential victim here at Subway with the food uh, we're gonna dead this episode and we will catch you breadheads later.
0: I think we murdered it, Eric. It was a great episode. I love your work. I love working with you. Thank you. Think fresh, everybody. (laughs)